The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, May 26th edition. Hope everybody had a good Thursday and is ready for the weekend. A couple interesting slates as we talked about yesterday. But we have a nice big 14-game slate on a Friday. Not the normal 15 due to the doubleheader in Detroit and the White Sox. One's at like 5.10 Eastern and then right away after that. So we have no White Sox, no Tigers on the slate. It kind of sucks because I was all over the Tigers. I said very clearly to play J.D. Martinez. Big game. Almost had two dongs. He hit one off the top of the wall that went backwards. Guy tweeted me that, and I couldn't understand it, so I had to look it up. Crazy. Justin Upton, I told you, his price was too cheap. Boom. Tyler Collins, yeah, didn't do as much as we'd like. Had opportunities. That's all you can ask for. Small slate like that. Very, very nice. Let's take a quick look at your weather for this Friday, May 26th. Chicago and Detroit are trying to have a doubleheader, and they have rain all over the place. San Diego at the Nationals, wind blowing out hard to right field. Reds, Phillies, rain blowing out hard to right field. Oh, sorry, wind. Wind in both of those, not rain. Sorry, wind. It was a long day yesterday doing crazy stuff. So nothing nothing fun, trust me. Um, root, we got domes everywhere where it's bad so far. In St. Louis, Colorado, Coors Field, very, very slight chance of rain. Wind blowing in at 12 miles an hour at Coors. That'll be interesting. And then Giants, Braves, winds blowing out to center field. Don't be overly excited by that, but it could factor. Don't Not in San Francisco, just trust me. It's built for the wind. Your totals on the day, Padres, Nationals, 8. Reds, Phillies, 9. Mets, Pirates, 8.5. A's, Yankees, 9. Tigers, Blue Jays, 9.5. Royals Indians has not been set yet. Mariners Red Sox nine and a half. Angels Marlins eight and a half. Orioles Astros nine. D backs Brewers nine. Rays Twins eight and a half. Cardinals Rockies ten and a half. Cubs Dodgers seven and a half. Braves Giants are at eight. So got some nice games to attack and some nice little pitching matchups out there, especially as we head west, young man. Head to the west coast. We have some nice options there. But as you know, if you've already looked at the slate or getting ready for it. Our top-priced option on the mound tonight is one Mad Max Scherzer, $12,700 at 
at home against the lowly San Diego Padres. Now, sure, his last two starts, he's had less than 20 DraftKings points, giving up three runs in each of those starts, only got five and six innings. Prior to that, he's a seven-inning-plus monster, double-digit strikeout monster, 30-plus point monster. Going up against San Diego, as the great Will Ferrell once said, San Diego. I'll leave it at that. Um, San Diego striking almost 24.6% of the time against right-handed pitching. Woba of 297, which is basically average to a little below average. When you look at that wonderful barrel fit stat, Scherzer's uh, sixth overall on the year and 11th in the last 30 days on the season. He's striking out 32.2% of the batters in his last 30 days. Striking out 32.82, getting barreled up 4.5% of the time. So I've always said with Scherzer, he's always susceptible to a home run or two, maybe three. But if he's getting the case, it's all good. Padre strike out a ton. If you feel like paying up, knock on wood, it's a really good spot. Um, uh, Padres are just bad at baseball. They'll have their one or two games here and there where they run into it every now and again. But overall, bad at baseball. Jacob DeGrom got scratched because of quote-unquote weather concerns yesterday. Remember the blisters I mentioned? They say weather concerns. They said nothing about a blister. When I was 12-1, on Friday night, going up against the Pittsburgh Pirates in Pittsburgh. Still a nice pitching environment. Uh, DeGrom is <clears throat> fourth overall on the year on barrel percentage and 12th in the last 30 days. So I mentioned it yesterday. He's striking on over 32% of the batters he's facing, which is just filthy. Um, and getting barreled up in the last 30 days, 3.7% of the time on the season, less than 3% of the time. Going up against Pittsburgh, league average 291 well, but a strikeout about 18% of the time, so they're not a huge strikeout team. That is a major concern. But when you look at the team totals on the day, the Padres at Scherzer's facing 3.08. The Pirates do have a 4.33. Lefty's hitting 273. Righty's 326. They have a righty's heavy lineup uh, against DeGrom. DeGrom is very, very risky. Uh, last night, he was the clear-cut top piece with Scherzer and then some other high-priced options. Uh, his ownership is going to be down tonight, so it makes him a little more intriguing to me tonight than it did last night. Now I'm scared because, you know, he has those blow-ups way too often for a guy priced in this level, but with the strikeout upside, given Pittsburgh doesn't strike out a ton, it's just a massive gamble, which is a GPP dream. If he hits, he's going to be great just for the fact that no one's going to own him, so they'll pay up for Max, or they'll go to our next option, which is Chris Archer, 11400 at the Minnesota Twins. Archer's been filthy. Uh, his last time out, six and a third, three or in 12 Ks, 11 Ks or more in three of his last four starts. He got blown up at Cleveland. The other three starts are at home. If you've been listening to this podcast long enough, Archer on the road is a scary deal. I will have very limited exposure to Archer tonight. Uh, if he pops off, he pops off Minnesota, a very, very good 334 Woba versus right-handed pitching. When you look at Minnesota as well, they have a... 178 team ISO versus right-handed pitching, which is extremely good. Lefty's hitting 313, righty's 291 off Archer. So, yeah, nothing against Archer. Phenomenal pitcher. He just has a really, really bad tendency of home road splits. Like, they're drastic. And we, I brought I bought him out one, one podcast to you guys. I'll bring him out next time he's on the road or something. I just didn't even think to me to bring it out tonight. Uh, last 30 days, he is 7th best in barrel 5th, though. He's striking over 34% of the batters he faces. That's where it helps to strike out over 11 in 3 of your last 4. So, again, 
Don't completely ignore him, but at the same time, do not go all in. Now we head below the $10,000 range. We'll kick it off with Alex Wood, $9,600 at home against the Chicago Cubs. And I hope just that Cubs factor alone scares people away. 7 and a third, 6 6 no earned 4Ks his last time out against Miami. 23.1 points. He's had 23 or more in three straight, 18 and a half or more in four straight. Uh, price tag keeps climbing, but always my concern is how deep is he going to go? Yes, he went 7 and a third last time, but he still only had 96 pitches because he only had 4Ks. Prior to that, 10, 11, 8 were his Ks. He went 6, 5, and 5. Uh, got around 90 to 94 pitches. So they're not going to let him get to 100 uh, very often. Maybe they will once in a blue moon. Maybe they do tonight. That'd be awesome. But uh, he's not going to go super deep. That's always a massive concern. When you're looking at Alex Wood in the last 30 days, number one in barrel FIP, 1.28 barrel FIP. This, I want to say, is a typo, but these guys do phenomenal work, so I'm not. It, his barrel percentage in the last 30 days, 0. 0.0. Zero for you, Animal House guys. Zero point zero. That's outstanding. Striking out thirty three point three three percent of the batters he's facing. Let's just say he's not giving up a lot of hard contact. Now he's playing the Chicago Cubs, but he's at nice, pitcher friendly Chavez Ravine in L.A. Cubs do strike out twenty two percent of the time versus lefties. Big plus. That's a stat that seems underrated or overlooked for a team like the Cubs. 342 team Woba versus lefties, which is scary. Definitely scary. They have the second lowest team total on the board at 354. So they have the 342 Woba and a 188 ISO. So they can mash. But we know the Cubs. They can mash everybody. But they do struggle against lefties. Two ni- uh, lefties hitting 296 off wood. Righties are only hitting 251 off wood. So it's a reverse splits for the lefty. And just the strikeout numbers alone, extreme upside. And I'm really, really, really thinking people will go like, oh, it's the Cubs. I'm not pitching against the Cubs. And usually I would tell you not to, but then we used Samarja last night or yesterday. He gave up three runs, but he struck out eight guys. He still got you 25 or so points. That's what, if this, the K upside alone with Wood is huge. Now, if his ownership's low because everyone's scared off, it's even bigger. If he gets you 20 plus, 25 plus points, outstanding. It's the Cubs. So if they run into a few, would that surprise you? No. But um, Alex Wood at 9600 bucks, hopefully overlooked, hopefully a very good option tonight. Moving on now to Eduardo Rodriguez, Erod, $8,800 at home against the Seattle Mariners. The kid's been figuring it out. If you listen to our last episode of Around the Bases, episode 13, Mo and myself, we debated Eduardo Rodriguez versus Carlos Martinez rest of the season. Erod's been filthy. This is the guy we saw at the end of last year. Three earned runs or less in four straight starts. 20 points or... Basically 14 or more points in all four of those. He's got 20 or more in two of those four. Strikeouts are there. Getting you five or more Ks in every start. The ground ball, the fly ball is getting better. Kid just looks really, really good. Uh, walks are still a concern. When he's walking, guys, we're in trouble. But you saw with like Pomeranz last night, that's the risk-reward. He finally put one together. All those Ks, 30-plus points. Boom. They can give up some runs if they're striking guys out. That is the key in this game. Erod in the last 30 days, the eighth best barrel FIP. We have a bunch of tops and bottoms in this slate. Uh, Erod 296 barrel FIP, getting barrel 3.13% of the time, almost striking out 26% of the batters he's faced in the last 30 days. Outstanding. Uh, the Mariners do only strike out 18% of the time versus lefties, but they struggle. 276 team Woba versus left handed pitching. 
and a 0 .079 ISO. That's very limited power, folks. Very, very limited power from the Mariners, which is surprising because they have a team built to fill lefties. Nelson Cruz versus lefty. He went ding-dong again yesterday. It's like just what he does. It's um, I, I don't have the exact numbers. I'm just making things up. But it feels like it's like at least 75% of the time Cruz is going deep when he faces a lefty. So maybe today's not the time. I'm still going to play him when I'm not playing Erod just because – that upside, the ISO he has against lefties is asinine. But um, Erod, people will hopefully overlook him as well in this higher tier. Very, very good matchup against the Mariners at home in Boston. Just if he's not walking, guys, will should be okay. Going on to a kid I like a ton, and the price tag is a rising, but Mike Clevenger, 8K. I've mentioned him to you a lot. Another one, if he's not walking, guys, he's golden. Uh, since his five walk outing a few starts back, he had a uh, well, he got a very small start because his start got skipped. Or he got out of the bullpen, but his last start at Houston was dominant. Seven innings, two hits, nowhere in two walks, eight K, seven to three ground ball to fly ball, thirty three point four DraftKings points. When he's not walking, guys, we are good to go, and it's worth a GPP play at least. Uh, Clevenger is on the board. Where's he at? I just was reading him. Sorry. Oh, he's striking out 23.2% of the batters he faces while the Royals 21.5% of the time, which is very, very high for the Royals standards. Um, they have a league average 295 Woba versus right-handed pitching. When you look at their team ISO, it isn't a ton better. There's never a power team. A one or a .145 ISO, it's below, below, about average for the most part. Lefty's hitting 232, righty's 363 versus Clevenger. K side alone, big. Uh, we got some nice K upside pitchers on this slate. Don't walk them. Give me six, seven innings, a couple runs, six plus Ks. Clevenger at 8K, definitely in play. Aaron Nola, 7,700 bucks at home against the Reds. Sure, the Reds can mash. Nola came back off the DL and looked phenomenal. His rehab starts are great. His first start against Pittsburgh, seven innings, four hits, one earned, two walks, five Ks, 10 to four ground ball to fly ball, 19.6 DraftKings points. He had that. That curve just snapping. It was disgusting. He um, 24.4% strikeout rate versus the Reds, 20.4. Reds do have a pretty good Woba of 333 against righties and an ISO of 178. They can match. There's no doubt about it. Philadelphia's hitter friendly. Lefty's hitting 313. Righty's 300 off of Nola. Pure GPP play. Um, keep the ball in the yard or just limit the damage. Give me a good quality start. He's going to put up some nice points for you, close to 20 points or so. He rarely lights the world on fire. That's the only thing I'm going to warn you about. If you're going all in on him at 7700 bucks, but he doesn't light the world on fire, but 7700 bucks, good price tag to gamble. So, Nola, very much worth a look today. There's a lot of nice, nice pitching options today. Now, a shot in the dark here, uh, Dan Straley, 7500 bucks at home against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. We're, we're shooting on upside. He's almost got 16 points or more in three straight starts, which is great already for 7,500 bucks. Eight Ks his last time out at the Los Angeles Dodgers, who mash right-handed pitching. Straley's hard contact machine, but he's also a strikeout machine. So only give up like two homers to, to Trout, we'll be okay. He strikes out over 21% of the batters he faces. Uh, Anaheim striking out 20.6% of the time. Average 301 Woba versus righties. We know they're not a big powerhouse offensively. Lefty's hitting 283, righties 314 off Straley. 
I think he's a very good play today. I hope he's not too chalky at that price tag. But uh, we targeted the, the Rays pitchers against Anaheim all week, and they were phenomenal. Straley fits right into that mix. Now we get to your 7K pitcher and below. First, Jaime Garcia, 7K at the San Francisco Giants. He leaves the band bus. That is San or Sun Trust Park. Last time out, eight innings, seven hits, one earned, eight Ks against the Nats. Uh, very good Nationals team. Uh, going up against the Giants, who dreadful, dreadful against lefties. Two eighty-eight WOBA, striking out twenty percent of the time versus lefties. Got a team total of four hundred three. Lefties hitting two ninety-two, righties three thirty-nine off of Garcia. One thirteen team ISO for seven K. This is definitely worth a gamble. If the Giants somehow wake up tonight against the lefty, well. Awesome, but 7K for a lefty in AT&T, a pretty good lefty, a veteran lefty against the Giants, I'll bite. But if you want to go a little cheaper in that same matchup, Matt Kane is 6400 bucks. He's been pitching better than people think. Uh, he does have his blowups. He got blown up in St. Louis his last time out, but prior to that, six and two-thirds, one earned against the Dodgers, five innings, two earned against the Mets. I'll take those. Limit the damage. Um, the K's haven't been huge, which is scary. Um, he is striking out about 17% he faces. Atlanta's almost striking out 21% of the time versus righties, which is very, very nice. Team Woba's average at 317. Um, where were they at right here? They have a 397 team total, which was one of the lower. It's the fourth lowest on the slate. Lefties are hitting 382, righties 334 off Kane. Um, so definitely a gamble. There's no sugarcoating that. But 6400 bucks, that's where we gamble. And you want an even bigger gamble? That's one I like quite a bit, actually. It's Hector Santiago of the Minnesota Twins. $6,000 at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. Three earned runs or less in three of his last four starts. Um... Prior, he's only got 1K in each of his last two starts, but we're striking out guys prior to that. He uh, The scary parts for you here. Overall in the year, third worst barrel percentage. Last 30 days, or barrel FIP, last 30 days, second worst at 6.51. Getting barreled up almost 7% of the time, and he's walking almost 13% of the batters he faces. He's a $6,000 pitcher, and he sounds like one if you look at his stats. But uh, this is where we love it. Ray strike out 28.3% of the time versus lefties. Their Woba has dropped to an average of 299. It's nothing special right now. Team total 438. ISO of 135, which is average. Lefty's hitting 375. Righty's 315. We will be in friendly target field. We won't be in Tampa. He's still going to give up some runs. He gives up a ton of hard contact, like I told you. But if he can take advantage of that strikeout percentage, like our Angels pitchers did all series against the Rays, for 6K, you can definitely get 15-plus points here, and boom, life is good. But with him, with that hard contact, you can see the alternative. Uh, so we got Scherzer 12-7, DeGrom 12-1, Archer 11-4. Out of the three over five, I'd go Scherzer, DeGrom, Archer in that order. Just you know, just the way it is, but I think DeGrom will be super low-owned and interesting. And Archer's on the road, so you never know what you're going to get there. Yeah, Wood 9600, Erod 88, Clevenger 8, Love Wood. I hope people avoid him because he's facing the Cubs. Very good spot. Erod Clevenger, nice as well. If they limit the walks, we're in good shape. 
in the 7,000, Nola, Nola at 7,700, Straley 75, Jaime Garcia at 7. I like the upside of Jaime there big time. Uh, Straley's K percentage upside as well. Then below, you got Kane at 64, Santiago at 6. Both extremely risky as you'd expect. But hey, you got to take the risk to win. How did our $5,300 Lamette look last night? Looked pretty damn good, didn't he? Over 30 points. And you had Eddie Butler through his throwing great. And for some reason, they took him out. Low pitch count after five. But you got to take those risks. And they work out way more than they don't lately for us. So maybe they don't tonight. But that's why they're risks. Moving on to the bats. Catcher Gary Sanchez, 4700 bucks at home against Kendall Graveman and the A's. Target Kendall Graveman. He's got really good stuff, but he can't keep it consistent. 17th worst barrel flip on the year. Uh, and 20. First in the last 30 days, getting barreled up 6.45% of the time, only has a 16% strikeout rate. Um, Yankees will definitely be in play. If you look also, Yankees team total of 4.93, which is nuts. Lefty's hitting 3.26 off Graveman, righty's 3.09. So, yes, Yankees again. Buster Posey, first base catcher eligible, 4K at home against Jaime. If you're not using Jaime, Buster is a phenomenal play. Good past history against Garcia, and he just—he's not a player. He crushes a lot, as they say. Yadier Molina is on fire these days. He is in Coors Field, folks. We have a Coors game. Molina is only thirty-nine hundred over Sensatella. Sensatella, the fourteenth worst barrel fit the last thirty days, at a whopping five three eight, getting barreled up four point seven percent of the time, walking up over twelve and a half percent of the batters he faces. Lots of loud contact in Coors Field does not spell good things. Yadier only thirty nine hundred bucks in Coors is a steal. DraftKings must have forgot that it's at Colorado on the schedule because that is just a dumb price tag for a guy. He's got a fourteen game hitting streak. Yeah, how could you even play Buster Posey when Molina's thirty nine hundred bucks in Coors Field against Sensatella? That is just stupid. You almost can't even play Gary Sanchez for that. I'm sorry, this is the dumbest thing. I, I don't know how I missed this building lineups last night because I have some Yadi, but I didn't put two and two together. At, I guess eleven thirty at night. Wow. Okay, Jonathan Lucroy, 3,800 against Bolzinger. Bolzinger for Toronto. He's had a couple decent starts, but he's such a mess. Uh, he's walking over 10% of the batters he faces. When you look at Toronto, team total 498. Lefty's hitting 399. Oh, or no, I need to go get Texas. Texas, 452. Lefty's hitting 328. Righty's hitting 415. Reverse splits for Texas. Johnny Lucroy. In action. Moving on, JT Rio Muto, 3,800 versus Jesse Chavez. They must have made a pitcher's change there because I did not see Chavez on this last night when I made my list. Interesting. Okay, Chavez is 7,100 bucks. Is definitely worth a look against the Marlins. I won't go too deep into it because we already went past it. Don't sleep on Jesse Chavez at 7,100 bucks. That's an actually nice price tag for some upside in that matchup. Jesse Chavez, $7,100. Uh, Chris Herman, $3,600. Uh, Junior Guerra making his return for the Brew Crew. In this matchup, you got Salvi Perez, $3,500 versus Clevenger. Jan Gomes is on fire facing Ian Kennedy for $3,500. Kennedy loves to give up the long ball. Goes Monty Grandal at home against Arietta at $3,500. Evan Gaddis, $3,400 versus Kevin Gaussman. Gaussman gets crushed by right-handed bats. Keep an eye on Gaddis at 3,400. Your Rockies catchers are cheap tonight, too. You can get 
Dustin Garneau at 3400 And wait till I tell you the Walters price when I get there. It made me puke last night. I did use Walters a lot just because I know it's C-Mart, but that price tag in Coors is just dumb again. But um, Garneau at 34 Wilson Contreras, 33 versus Wood. The lefty, Matt Wieters, 3300 versus Perdomo. Definitely will play Russell Martin, 3200 versus Griffin. Like me some Steven Vogt versus Tanaka. Tanaka on the season as the fourth worst barrel FIP. Last 30 days, he's 20th worst, getting barreled up 7.44% of the time. That is not good. Cameron Rupp against Tim Adelman, 3,200. If he's not playing Andrew Knapp, the left-handed bat for Philly catcher, 3,200. Both of those are in play. Adelman, um, a lot of lot of loud contact, back-to-back negative drafting points performances. Here's the funny one. Tony Walters, catcher for Colorado, had a great series. We played him a lot in his last series in Philly. He's thirty-two hundred bucks, thirty-two hundred. Or they were in Cincinnati. Sorry, thirty-two hundred bucks though in Coors. Thank you, DraftKings. Uh, moving on to Francisco Cervelli had a big game on Thursday. Thirty-one hundred versus De, uh, Degrom. Don't go crazy there, but not a bad look. Chirinos three K versus Bolzinger. The righty split there. Keep an eye on that. Sandy Leone three K versus Gallardo. Uh, Devin Mezzarocco, 2,900 versus Nola. Don't go all in, but he's actually swinging it decent. Uh, you got Sucre and Casali, the catchers for Tampa Bay against Santiago. Sucre's 2,800 bucks. Jason Castro, 28 versus Archer. Uh, fading Archer on the road might not be bad to have a little Twins action out there just to see if, if he's the bad Archer shows up. As you go down, Austin Hedges, 2,300 versus Scherzer. Not the most, you know, solid play. Just something to think about if you want to get different. Juan Centeno of the Astros, up to 2200 bucks. He homered again yesterday. If he's in the lineup, I know righty's crushed Galsman, but if he's in the lineup, the upside's there for 2200 bucks to give Centeno a look tonight for sure. So if he's in that lineup, makes him quite intriguing at that price tag, especially with the likes of Scherzer and company on the mound, help you buy better bats elsewhere with them in the lineup. First base, Goldie, 5600 versus Hob- uh, Junior Guerra. Votto, 49 versus Nola. Both really good plays there. Thames versus Zach Godley at 4800 bucks is in play. The Rizzo, don't remember, don't worry about lefty-lefty with Rizzo. We only took Matt Moore deep the other night twice. 4700 versus Wood. Uh, Incarnacion, 4600 versus Kennedy. Mark Reynolds, 4700 bucks in Coors against Martinez. My God. Hanram, 4600 versus Gallardo. Matt Carpenter in Coors is only 4600 versus Sensatella. He'll have a big weekend, I have a feeling. Zimmerman, 4,600 versus Perdomo. Yeah, Moreland at 45 against Gallardo. These are all interesting plays. Jay Bruce, 4,500 against Chad Cool. Lefties crush Chad Cool. Let me find you, New York Mets. Lefties hit 386 off of Cool. Righties, 295. Lefties, 386. Ian Desmond and Coors against Martinez, only 4,500 bucks. Lomo, 44 versus Santiago. Reverse splits there. Uh, on Santiago, lefties hit him very well. Justin Bohr, 4,400 versus Chavez. Crush Davis, 4,200 versus Musgrove. Good matchup for Davis tonight to go ding-dong city. Same with Justin Smoke, 4,100 versus Griffin. I was telling you those Toronto stats a second ago. Toronto total of 498. Lefties hitting 399 off of Griffin. Righty's 307. So Justin Smoke definitely in play tonight at 4,100 bucks. He's been on fire, as some like to say he's been smoking. So keep an eye on Justin Smoke. Uh, Carlos Santana, 4K versus Kennedy, the Ding Dong King. 
Albert Pujols, 4K versus Straley's in play. Mentioned Posey. Yeah, Kendris Morales, 3,900. Another lefty versus Griffin. Kendris Morales, definitely in play. So you got Smoke and Kendris, 41 and 39 against the guy that gets crushed by lefty. So keep them in mind. And plus, Toronto should be getting Tulo and Donaldson back here pretty soon. Makes that even more intriguing. Um, yeah, Yonder Alonso, he's day-to-day against Tanaka at 4K. It's a good, obviously good ballpark for left-handed bats, and Tanaka's getting hit hard right now. Uh, Bellinger, 39 versus Arietta. Matt Holliday, 3,800 versus Graveman is in play. Lucas Duda, 3,800 versus Cool. He went deep on Thursday. I, was, I already mentioned how lefties rake against Cool. So you can put Bruce in the outfield if you want, and Duda at first if you want to get a little, little Mets action going for you. Um, Brandon Belt, 3,700. Don't be worried about lefty-lefty. Hosmer, 36 versus Clevenger is not a bad price for Hosmer. Homers haven't been there, but he's hitting over 300, being very productive. Trey Mancini, 3,500 versus Musgrove. Mancini hits right-handed pitching very, very well. Not a bad place. First base outfield eligible, so you can stick him in the outfield if you need to. Danny Valencia against the lefty, 3,300. Been struggling mightily, but he does hit lefties very well in his career at 3,300 bucks. As you keep going down, Matt Adams, first base outfield eligible, 3,300 versus Kane. I prefer Matt Adams in SunTrust. I won't use him as often on the road. It is a good matchup against Matty Kane if you need to save money in the outfield or first base for some reason. But Matt Adams is there. I think there's probably better options, like I said, out of SunTrust. But he's always got that home run potential, especially against a guy, like I said, like Matt Kane. Louis Valbuena, first base, third base eligible, 3,100 versus Dan Straley. Uh, Dan does give up the long ball from time to time. Valbuena can always run into one. So, uh, interesting GPP value play. Lefties are only hitting 283 Australia, though. Righty's 314. So, keep that in mind with the left-handed Valbuena. Ricky Weeks, 2900 bucks against the lefty Santiago. I usually avoid Weeks just because everyone jumps on him against the lefty. He really hasn't been that good this year. But with all the hard contacts Santiago's getting up, if you're not using him as a punt... Weeks, I'm not saying go heavy on weeks, but sprinkling some weeks. This is the kind of game where he could have a couple big knocks. Just it sets up nicely. So there's your first baseman on the day. A lot of good ones as usual. Second base, second base, second base. Daniel Murphy, 4900 bucks versus Perdomo. VR batting left-handed tonight against Godley at 48. Robbie Cano hits lefties just fine. He's 4700 bucks. Altuve versus Gossman, $4,700, the little mighty mouse. Yeah, Dozier versus Archer for $45. Adam Frazier has been on fire. We've been on his jock for over a couple weeks now. Price tag's all the way up to $4,400. Second base outfield eligible, crushing the baseball. But he's facing DeGrom, so temper. But he leads off, he steals bases, and he's showing power right now. So if you just want a minor Pittsburgh action or you, you, know, you want to fade DeGrom a little bit, which is not the worst thing you could do. You get Frazier at 44. Javi Baez versus a lefty, 4300 bucks. I think it's crazy. They go, they leave Chicago, which is a better place to hit in over, for the most part this past week. He was like 38 or something, 39 against Matt Moore. He's 43 against Wood. Interesting. Kipnis, 4200 versus Ian Kennedy. I like that quite a bit. Kipnis is heating up. Uh, he might strike out three times, but he could also run into... The fourth time could run into one on Kennedy. That's a good low-owned GPP upside play there. Brandon Phillips, 4,200 versus Kane. Very much in play. Zobris is on fire. He's home in three straight games. 4,100 bucks. Second base outfield eligible. 
Colton Wong and Coors is 4,100 versus Sensatella. Devin Travis, 4K. Jed Lowry's been on fire. He's 4K versus Tanaka. Always low owned. Always. Like a, a Yankees A's game stack could be very intriguing. I know the total's not huge, but Tanaka and Graven have both been giving up so much hard contact right now. They're both on the bottom 25 of both full season and last 30 day barrel fips. A lot of loud contact in that ballpark could be very, very interesting. Uh, Rugio Dor, 39 versus Bolzinger. Uh, go to Scooter Jeanette, 3900 versus Nola in Philadelphia's ballpark could be interesting. Not all in on that, just could be interesting. Ian Happ, 3800 versus Wood. Uh, I'd rather pay 38 for Happ than 43 for Javi, but we'll see how the day ends up. Jose Ramirez, 3700 for Cleveland, second base, third base eligible. Cesar Hernandez, 36 versus Adelman's a very good play. Nice value for Cesar, leading off versus Adelman. You got starting Castro back cleanup at 3,500. Neil Walker, 3,500. Lefties off cool. Jonathan Scope, 3,300 versus Musgrove. Scope's been swinging a really good bat of late. Good value there. Taylor Motter versus the lefty Erod, 3,200. Motter's been slumping mightily, but if you want a low owned, kind of more value, second base or shortstop at 32 against the lefty Rodriguez, Motter's not the worst thing you could do today. Uh, Danny Espinosa, 2,900 if you're praying for him to run into one. Solarte's 28 versus Scherzer. These are just shots in the dark. If Chad Pender's playing, he's usually only playing against lefties. If he's playing against Tanaka, second base shortstop eligible at 2700 bucks, Worth a gamble, possibly. And that will just do it at the second base position. Let's head over to the hot corner. Third base. So, so far, Colorado and uh, they did it here, too. My God. The Coors price seems bad. Third base, Jake Lamb against Junior Guerra, 5400 bucks. Lamb, definitely a solid play again. Keep an eye on Donaldson. I know he's getting activated this week. I don't know for sure if it's on Friday or not, but he's 4800 versus Griffin. Nolan Arenado is only 4800 bucks in Coors Field. I know Carlos Martinez is a good pitcher, but Coors Field, he should never be below 5000 bucks. period. He should be like 5500 or more. 48 for Arenado in Coors is a steal. Chris Bryant, 4700 $4, bucks versus Wood. You got Miggy Sano, 46 versus Archer. Travis Shaw, 46 versus Godley is not a bad play there. Jed Jericho. Jericho is only 4600 bucks against Sensatella and Coors. He's only third base eligible now, which sucks. He used to have that second base eligibility. So you got to decide if you want him or Arenado. With all the hard contact Sensatella gives up, 4600 bucks in Coors for Jericho. There's massive home run potential there. Whew. Given, I did tell you. That the weather in Coors is interesting. Very, very slight chance of rain. But the wind blowing in from center field at 12 miles an hour. It's still Coors, though. That's not going to scare me a ton. Uh, you got Eugenio Suarez, 45 versus Nola. Anthony Rendon's on fire. He's 4,500 versus Perdomo. He already game yesterday. Machado, 44, is a good price. I love Joey Gallo tonight at 4,300 bucks versus Bolzinger. I think that is just the tits. I think it's great. In that ballpark, that home run upside... Gallo we know can go 0 for 4 with 4 strikeouts in a blink of an eye but for 4300 bucks with that potential off of Bolzinger I like it a lot Moustakas 4k versus Clevenger is a good look Hernan Perez 3900 third base outfield eligible you got Longo at 3700 bucks against the lefty Santiago's definitely definitely some nice value with that hard hit rate uh, against a lefty Marwin Gonzalez a switch hitter against Gosman at 3600 
Greg Garcia, third base shortstop eligible. I was pissed he wasn't in the lineup last night. If he's in the lineup tonight, left-handed bat for Sensatella is only 3600 bucks in Coors. Worth keeping an eye on third base shortstop eligible. Seager, 3500 Kyle Seager, 3500 versus Erod. As you go down the list, it starts getting a lot bleaker. You got, I wouldn't even go there. You got Chase Headley's down to 3200 versus Graveman. Could be worth a look. If you think Scherzer is going to give up a couple bombs, Schimpf is always a dong detector at 3200 bucks. That's about all you can do. And that's where it gets. Or no, we got to get to our boy. Where's my boy? My, there he is. Ryo Ruiz, third baseman for the Braves. Only 2600 bucks tonight against Matty Kane. Had a nice game on Thursday. He's been very, very productive for very cheap. If you feel like punting third base, Ryo Ruiz is not the worst thing you could ever do. Just throwing it out there. Going over shortstop, Trey Turner, 5K against Perdomo. You got Xander Bogart had a huge game on Thursday. He's, he's just quietly having a really, really good season. 4900 bucks versus the Mariners. Trevor Story and Coors versus Seamart is 46. It's just stupid. Chris Owens, 4,500 versus Guerra. Lindor, 44 versus Kennedy is a very nice price tag on Lindor. Aledemus Diaz and Coors off Sensatella is 4,400 bucks. Stack the Cardinals. I know that's what probably everybody's going to do because they see Seamart and they're scared. So I have zero problem stacking Coors. I've always said I like stacking the road teams and Coors, but I love Blackman and Cargo and Company. But these. These Cardinals prices against a very suspect pitcher are just disgusting. Just horrible. Javi Baez, 4,300. Mentioned him already. Gene Segura versus the lefty Erod's 42. Zach Cozart's in action at 42. He's been swinging a really good bat this year. Didi Gregorius, 4,100 bucks. Absolutely love it. Don't care he's not hitting in the middle of the order. Uh, against a guy like Graveman and the way Didi's swinging, 4,100 bucks is phenomenal. That's the only thing with those stupid Coors prices. Some of these other great matchups are going to be so low-owned. It'll be glorious if somehow Coors just pitches great or golden. Because I only make like one or two out of all my lineups that are Coors. I, and I, I keep very I'm very strict to my rules that I will try to win the other way, but I'll never not have Coors involved because you're just foolish if you do that. Uh, Correa, 4100 versus Gossman is definitely in play. Jordy Mercer's been swinging well, but you got DeGrom to mess with. Pat Vileka is only $3,700 for the Rockies. It starts off for Carlos Martinez. That's a steal. Very much a steal. You got uh, Jorge Polanco swinging a really good bat for the Twins. Batting like second. Left-handed bat. 3300 versus Archer. Interesting play there. Nice little value potential there. Alexi Amarista, another Rockies. Outfield shortstop eligible. He's left-handed. He's facing Seymour. He's in Coors, if I haven't mentioned that 30,000 times yet. He's only $3,100. Like, that is... Freaking dumb. Give me Amarista in that lineup, please. Give me Valeca and Amarista in that lineup, please. But give me Amarista at $3,100. Rockies. Bud Black. Make it happen. I'm probably not the only one thinking that's the problem. But Eduardo Escobar, third base shortstop eligible. He's $2,900 versus Archer. If you were getting in some weird Minnesota plays, I love it. Tim Beckham versus the lefty Santiago is only $2,800. Our boy, Timmy. $2,800. Outstanding value there. I mentioned Chad Pinder. Ryan Goins, I mentioned how lefties crush Griffin, crush him. He's only 2700 bucks in that hitter-friendly uh, Rogers Center, so keep an eye on Goings as well. Another nice value. You have some good value at shortstop tonight. Really good value at shortstop tonight. I like that Goings. I know he's hit towards the top of the order, but he's got upside. He had a grand slam in Milwaukee the other day. 
Um, we always love Beckham, 2,800 bucks, and the Amarista price is stupid if he's in the lineup. Going to the outfield, Trout, 5,500. Love Charlie Blackman at 5,500 bucks. He's he's that price regularly, and he goes to Coors. He's still 5,500 bucks. Bryce Harper, 53 versus Perdomo is definitely in play. Betts, 52. Billy Hamilton, 51. Judge, 5K. Judge has cooled down a bit. Maybe this is the day he goes off again. Conforto versus the lefty, or against Cool, he gets crushed by lefty at 5K is awesome. Awesome play for Conforto. Joey Bats, 4,800 versus Griffin. C Dick, 4,700 bucks, but lefty on the mound. He's been hitting them fine. He's been doing them just fine, but just be a little, little more weary there, but he's been okay against them. Brett Gardner, 46. Nice part of the Yankee action there. Gritchick, 46. Cargo's only 46. I like that. Cargo plays on fire right now. Ben Intendi, 45. K with the Chris Davis is 45 versus Tanaka. Definitely dongage there. Potential. Uh, mentioned Desmond at 45. You got Dexter Fowler and Coors versus Sensatella at 4500 bucks. That's a steal. Leading off in Coors is already great to begin with. He's got power against a bad pitcher at 45. Michael Brantley, 4,400. You got no more Mazzara, 4,400. Bolzinger. I mentioned Frazier already. Peralta is 44. Duvall, 44. Shebler, 44. I like both those plays a lot. Duvall and Shebler. If you're looking for some Cincy action to fade Nola, I think Nola's a great option. I think he's going to pitch great tonight. If he slips up, those are two really good bats to have there for really good pricing. Love me some Aaron Hicks at 4300 bucks. I believe he went ding-dong on Thursday. This guy is playing so damn good this year. Aaron Hicks against Graven, folks. Get him in your lineup. Piscotti, 43. Love me some Kepler at 42 versus Archer. Oh, here's our lefty masher all the way down here. Nelson Cruz is 4200 bucks against Erod. Against the lefty. Erod's a lefty, if you didn't know yet. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez is pitching for the Red Sox. He's left-handed. If you didn't know yet, they're playing the Mariners who have Nelson Cruz, 4200 bucks. Jackie Bradley Jr., 4200 bucks. Adam Jones is swinging a decent bat at 42 versus Musgrove. Baltimore could definitely be in play. They hit righties better than lefties. It's just they, they either go off or they get a dud. There's never like that random like four-run game, it seems like. Very rarely. It's all or nothing for the most part with them. Stanton, 4200 bucks. Matt Kemp, 4200 bucks. Kemp has phenomenal history against Kane. He faced him a ton when he was with the Dodgers and Padres. He's raked Matt Kane. Be better if he's in SunTrust, but still not a bad play. He'll be super low on on the West Coast late night action at 42. Kevin Pillar, 4100 leading off. Been on fire for Toronto. He's a really good play at 41. Some great value down here if you don't pay up top. Althair, 4100 Adelman's a phenomenal look. Don't mind that at all. If you're doing some brave stacking, maybe... Or mini stacking and Ciarte at 4,100 leading off against Kane is in play. Steven Souza Jr., 4K against Santiago. You got Gerardo Parra and Coors is only $4,000. Enjoy that one. Since you choose 3,900 versus Bolzinger is in play. Chu's been hitting really well. He usually leads off against right handed pitching. Uh, should be a lot of runs in that matchup. I think the total was nine, if I remember correctly. Let me double check it. I got it right here for you. Texas, Toronto. Nine and a half, even better. So yeah, good, good, good looking out on both sides of that lineup there. Got Hernan Perez, I mentioned at thirty nine. Bellinger, Ozuna's thirty nine hundred versus Chavez. Low came thirty seven versus Clevenger. Righties are hitting Clevenger very, very well. Josh Reddick thirty seven hundred versus Gossman. Yeah, Tommy Pham is in Coolers at thirty seven hundred dollars. Jason Ward, 3,700 is a good look there. He's been swinging it really sweet. I like me some Bradley Zimmer tonight at 36. 
big strikeout guy. We know that. But he's got power and speed. Just takes getting on base one or two times, and he will definitely make that $3,600 value with the price tag everywhere else tonight. If you want to pay it for pitching, that's a really good GPP upside play. Definite zero potential, but big-time potential against a pitcher like Ian Kennedy. Matt Joyce, 3,600 versus Tanaka is a sneaky nice play. I usually don't say sneaky nice with Matt Joyce, but tonight against Tanaka it is. Ray Fuentes, if he's leading off first, Garrett's 3,600. Uh, George Springer, 36. Springer's all the way down to 3,600 bucks. Wow. Missed that one last night. Holy crap. Colby Rasmus, 3,500 versus Santiago. Lefties are hitting Santiago better than righties, but they're all hating him. They're all hating him, so don't buy too much into his stat there. Mentioned Trey Mancini. You got Seth Smith leading off for Baltimore against Musgrove at 35. Michael Saunders versus Adelman at 35 is a phenomenal sneaky GPP play. You got Denard Span leading off 35. He might not lead off with the lefty, so keep an eye on that. We got, um, as we go down the list here, uh, we're almost done. The line out of Shields, if he's playing, is 33, but I think Chu leading off is the better play there. Odomil Herrera is only 3,300 versus Adelman. is a really, really good play. Marquecas is 33 versus Kane. Mentioned Matt Adams there at 33. Here he is. Greg Arblanco. I mentioned him yesterday. If he's leading off, he's a great play. He went yard. He had a huge night. Um, he's 3,200 versus Garrett tonight. If he's leading off, definitely play again. Uh, Fuentes or Blanco are both sneaky leadoff plays. I like Blanco better than Fuentes. He's cheaper, but you never know what uh, they're going to do down there in Arizona. You got... Uh, Getting towards the end of the line here. McCutcheon's all the way down to 3,100 versus DeGrom. I'm not saying play him by any means, but that's just crazy price. Kim for Baltimore. He's 3,100 versus Musgrove's a decent punt play. He's been very inconsistent this year. Very, very inconsistent, but there's value there against Musgrove. There's Amarista again at 3,100 bucks. If you didn't remember that from the first time we talked, my God. And that'll pretty much do it. Below this 3K is whack, like way out of whack. You can try Gerard Hoyne of Texas if you think he's going to go off. He's 2800 bucks versus Bolzinger. It's not the worst thing you can look at, but it's definitely not the greatest. As you keep going down our list here, I didn't see our boy. Let me find our boy real quick. I did not see Tyler Collins because it's a good matchup tonight against Musgrove. How did I go right past him? Sorry about this. This is just great, great podcasting for you. It's radio silence. Oh, that's right. My bad. Detroit's playing the White Sox in doubleheader. That's why I didn't see Tyler Collins. I am an idiot. Apologize for that. So there's your outfielders. So the pitching, Scherzer 12-7, DeGrom 12-1, Archer 11-4, Wood 96, Erod 88, Clevenger 8, Nola 77, Straley 75, Chavez 71, Garcia 7, Kane 64, Santiago, six. I broke all those down for you on how I like them kind of scale-wise in their pricing. When you're stacking the night, I like Indians against Kennedy for some nice power-ups. I team ice with 187 versus right-handed pitching. Uh, Royals versus Clevenger. I like Clevenger a lot, but if you want to fade him, I don't. I, I can see it. The Royals just aren't good, though. It's, just, it's, a, it's a tough fade, but it can be big. Cardinals are way too cheap in Coors. Team total of 535. Lefty's hitting 332. Righty's 295 off Sensatella. That's just a great look there. Boston versus Gallardo. I love it. 521 total. Lefty's 330. Righty's 358 off Gallardo. Colorado versus Seamark. That's easy. Lefty's 312. Righty's 251. 
But Seymour's such a good pitcher, it's just hard to fade him. So the Rockies will be low-owned tonight, I think, compared to normal Coors pricing. Let me preface that. Toronto versus A.J. Griffin, lefties 399. Smoke, Morales, Goings, all good looks there. Even Ezekiel Carrera, if he's in the lineup, interesting looks there. Yankees versus Graveman, great look there. Love love the Yanks, talked about them. Astros versus Gossman, definitely in play. Um, Phillies versus Adelman is definitely in play. Brew Crews in action, like them. Texas versus Bolzinger. I told you a game stack there. Totals nine and a half. Righty's hitting 415 off Bolzinger. Lefty's 328. D-backs are always in play against lefties or righties facing Garrett on his first start backs. Not bad there. And the list goes on. But those are the big ones to target there. Mention some others I really, really like. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDintrick. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com. Docs UFC preview will be out today. Uh, check us check out around the bases episode 13 with myself and Mo. some really good baseball talk there but more importantly let's have a good friday night get ready for the weekend a good memorial day weekend everybody be safe do not drink and drive please and we will be back at it tomorrow good luck on tonight's 14 game slate i'm out